Good morning. Good morning and welcome to chapel this morning. One note of welcome this morning, our board of directors is in town this weekend for meetings, so a warm welcome to them. This morning our service will focus on the theme of anxiety and hope, and later on in the service I will invite you into a time of anointing and prayer. This morning through prayer, scripture, and ritual, we will explore engaging our bodies as well as our minds and our spirits in worship. Our scripture this morning will be dramatically interpreted by students who participated in the Brian Saner um, workshop a few weeks ago. And after I open with prayer, we'll have three students um, read a litany of anxiety. And following that, we will respond with a hymn. And I invite you to pay particular attention to the lyrics of this song as a response to the litany. Now, as we come before God in prayer, I invite you to take a moment, take some deep breaths, still our hearts and our bodies and our minds for worship. Please pray with me. God of hope, you invite us to bring you our burdens, our stress, and our pain. Help us to rest in your love and care. Open us to your spirit this morning. Amen. I can't even begin to tell you how stressed out I am right now. I just finished the first Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm so busy with all those personal stuff that now I am super behind on all my I feel this building in the middle of my chest. My heartbeat is normally intense. I feel a little bit like I'm breaking this I have a history exam on Monday, two recent papers due by next Friday, and a lab assignment due. In addition to turn in your blue hymnals to number 493. I heard the voice of Jesus say.
When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him. And a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came behind him in a crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhages stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said it to him. I mean, said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say, Who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. So I can be an extremely anxious person, although I typically hide it pretty well. In grad school, I started with chest pains and trouble sleeping, and thankfully that has subsided since I left grad school. But ironically, planning for this service has left me feeling quite anxious. You know, the usual, how will it go, qualms. But there is something deeper than just basic stress and worry that goes on with my experience of anxiety and might be true for many of you as well. There's another layer that lurks beneath the deadlines, the events, everything that fills our calendars with busyness. A voice that comes from somewhere within or maybe around us 
that raises up fears like, what if I lose control? What if I fail? What if I'm just not good enough? What if it turns out that I'm not lovable? What if no one loves me? And while many of these fears are simply one part of what it means to be human, we are often also encouraged in these fears by our society. Mainstream marketers prey on our fears and tell us that we're not beautiful enough, we don't have the right body type, and we're loved for our stuff and what we do rather than who we are. Racism, sexism, heterosexism, classism, the whole list of isms seek to define us to define our relationships with one another. These are just some of the influences, some of the voices that feed our anxieties about who we are and about whether we are worthy of love. In our scripture passage from Mark that was read and interpreted for us this morning, the woman who reaches out to Jesus for healing was told very clearly by her society that she wasn't worthy of love. She was unclean, so that anyone who touched her was also unclean. She was contagious. One reading of Jesus' response to this woman's touch in the story suggests that Jesus knew very well who was touching him. Her touch would make Jesus himself unclean. And yet he made it very clear to the people that were gathered around him that this woman had indeed touched him. And by publicly declaring her healed, he not only gave her physical healing from her ailment, which is no small thing, but also released her from the oppression of a society that was systematically excluding her from the life of their community. By receiving her touch, and making her whole, Jesus called into question the definitions of who is clean and unclean, who is in or out, and refused to submit to the notion that someone could be unworthy of love. Jesus offers this hope, this healing, and this assurance of love to every one of us. And this morning, as an expression of this, I invite you to join us in a time of anointing. This may be new for some of you. We did it a few times last year. And anointing can have a variety of purposes. But for today, I invite you to consider participating in this ritual as one way of reaching out to Jesus, as the woman in our story did. Offering up your fears, offering up your anxieties, your stress, and seeking God's peace and healing in your life. That's one part of the ritual. But anointing is also about being marked. Being marked as beloved. About Jesus saying to us that we are not defined by racism, classism, by our academic achievement, whatever. But rather, we are defined by our identity as God's beloved. As people who are eternally worthy of love. So we're going to spend some time singing together, and I invite you into a spirit and time of prayer. And if you choose to, I invite you to come forward. Jim and I will be at the front with oil and willing to anoint you on your forehead. 
If you're uncomfortable with that, you can ask us so we can do it on the palm of your hand as well. So I invite Vanessa to come lead us in song. In your Sing the Journey books, please turn to number 105. in the blue hymnals number 562.
Precious Lord, take my hand.
journey number 54, Longing for Light. Will you stand to receive the blessing as we go from this place? <clears throat> Having received the blessing of healing and wholeness, go now with the protection of God's hand upon you, with the peace of Christ within you, and the power of the Spirit round about you. Go in the name of our Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, Go in peace. Amen. <laughs>